welcome everybody to your favorite Friday night podcast, Paranormal Umbrella. I am Sooth, your host, and I am bringing you yet another wonderful Cryptid 2, actually. And uh, with me tonight is Mebula, my Hello. psycho lollipop. <laughs> psycho lollipop. I love that. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? You doing any better? You doing good? You doing great? I'm doing good. I'm doing I'm- better how are you um i really want a beer (laughs) understandable really really want a beer like a lot like bad want a beer so we're gonna have to get you one yeah we're gonna have to get me a beer because i need one severely badly so okay so let's move on here to um the oh goodness to the chat hello chat hello chat welcome chat hello chat Hello. Um, is that, do we have a, a special, a special guest that has, uh, managed to sneak his way into the studio? Is that a hawk? How did he manage that? I have no idea, but you know what you're going to do? You're going to unmute yourself right now, sir. <laughs> and you're going to say hello. <laughs> do it. Do it. Hit the unmute button. I don't know how this happened, but I love it. And I think he's going to hide in the mute. <laughs> I think he's going to hide in the mute button. We have a hawk in the studio with us right now. That is. Hello. Hi, hawk. I don't know. How... I don't think he knows how to unmute himself. Either that or he is like, absolutely not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to unmute myself. But he's here. He's here. <laughs> he's made an appearance. He's made an appearance and he has muted himself. He's great and wonderful and I love it. <laughs> I love this little surprise for me right now. (laughs) This is amazing. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get the elusive hawk to say hello. It's almost like getting your beer. It's right. It's almost like getting my beer. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Johnny. He has somehow ended up. In the studio, but it's muted, and it's weird. It's weirding me out because it literally says Hawk, and he's in the studio. <laughs> it's so crazy, but he's like <laughs> he's muted. <laughs> the eye of the Hawk is upon you. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Oh, he left. I think. Did I send the wrong? like link i don't think i sent the wrong link no no it's just riverside just decided to give me that little surprise thank you riverside for the surprise of the hawk i love that for me (laughs) (laughs) i was so taken aback like i was i look up and i suddenly see three people in the studio and i'm like hawk what hawkins sir (laughs) are we gonna (laughs) He said, I'm not sure how I got in there. <laughs> but it was a pleasant surprise to have you. It was a pleasant surprise. I was hoping you unmute yourself so that you could be like, do your quick, fast, hello. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, Kazi. <laughs> you flew in there through the window. <laughs> that is so crazy. That is crazy to me. You tried to talk. Yeah, you were muted. Your mic was muted. That's why you couldn't talk. That is funny. One of these days, we're going to have to pull him up here. 
Oh, yeah. And get him to talk with us about his spoopy experiences. I we really believe that's going to be here to do that. Yes, that's going to be a fun thing that I want to do. I want to do that like a lot. Okay, so back to what I was talking about. We have cryptids for you. We have two two cryptids for you, as a matter of fact. Two really good ones. Um, and we're going to start off with the hairy one. The hairy turtle. <laughs> the hairy turtle. It's a hairy turtle. It's a turtle. Hairy turtle. It's a turtle. <laughs> we like turtles. <laughs> hairy turtle. This one is called the Peluda. The La Peluda Shaggy Beast or La Velu. La Velu in French means the hairy one. And uh, it's, it is a supposed dragon that terrorized Fort Bernard in uh, in medieval times. And it lived near the, how do you pronounce that? I, I can't speak French, unfortunately. Well, I if I know. I'd, French the, pronunciation throws me for an entire loop, and I apologize to them for that statement. But Lord, yes. I, I tried. Um, I'm going to say the the who Huin? Huin River? Makes, in a town? Most sense. It's in a town near a river in France. So I'm sorry, France. I'm not going to butcher your beautiful language. <laughs> so this cryptid is, is funny. I feel like he's right up there with the squonk, but a little more fierce. Because as we all know, the, the wonderful little squonk cries himself into a puddle as his defense mechanism. And this one has a whole different one. It's, it's kind of tripping me out. So they describe the, this cryptid as to have an ox-sized porcupine-like body or possessing a mess of green hair-like projections on its body that are actually stinger-tipped tentacles. Uh, cute. Oh my god, that was a lot to say. That was a tongue twister. Its name is derived from its shaggy appearance, and it also is said to be green in coloration, has poisonous stingers that it could shoot from its body, a snake's head, neck, and tail, and large tortoise-like feet. This is a... It's, it's a spiky, hairy turtle. And it's freaking adorable. And it's green. It's kind of cute. I wish they it had is. a plushie. It's it's haunting. It is. It's so cute. It it looks like a gothic Pokemon. I mean, that's kind of adorable. Okay, anyway, so here. Um, it is known to do the following. Wither crops with its searing breath. Yes, it can be breathe fire. It's a hairy dragon tortoise. It's a hairy dragon tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> with... with tentacles and spikes and uh it can fire its quills like if they were arrows create floods oh, really? by... <laughs> oh, god it can create floods by stepping into rivers kill a full-grown man with a swing of his tail and spit a powerful stream of water or acid you know what i would just pick up one of these mofos and use it 
and shoot it at that that fish guy that we were talking about on Wednesday. Just pew 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 pew. <laughs> Fire, death, poison, all quills, of die. tentacles, all of the mystical death. That's what he gets. That's what he gets. That's what he gets. He kind of reminds me of Cthulhu a little bit. In a way, yeah. 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 So that's cute. That's a cute little death trap right there. Um, he's known as the the hairy one. He is a mystical beast that terrorized the environs of the river in France during the Middle Ages. It was called the Shaggy Beast or the Hairy Beast of Bernard. Okay. And the supposed serpent-headed creature had all of this stuff that we just described on it. And he would destroy crops, devoured livestock, and humans, and struck humans and animals dead with its tail. It was defeated after it tried to prey upon a maiden named, um, I'm going to call her Angela because I cannot pronounce her French name. So Angela it is. And her fiance slew it by delivering a sword strike to the tail. It's only weakness. a silly place for weakness but i guess that makes sense i guess because it's not armored everything else seems to be armored i mean from his head literally everything else yeah from his head down to his 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 shelled booty cheek um is covered in dangers so his tail was not yeah yes a lot of that so um this guy was um Listed in Jorge Luis Borges's Borges's Borges Borges book of imaginary beings in 1957, and translated as the Shaggy Beast or the Hairy Beast, and in English versions of the book. So he's he's he describes everything from that was given in French by a, a local man of letters and a pamphlet was printed in 1889 for the Sarth area, and its text also gave a physical description of the mystical beast in its similar native language. So the folklore of this beast says, oh, well, goodness. Okay. He was snubbed. He was snubbed. Do you see this? Do you see this? He was snubbed. He was excluded from Noah's Ark. He was snubbed. Yet he survived the deluge, the biblical flood. See? He may be ugly, but he is a survivor. Just goes to show that you don't always need Jesus in Christianity. He did it on his own. He didn't need you. He didn't need no man. He didn't need no man. (laughs) Get that bag. <laughs> oh man, I am tired. Have I mentioned that it's like eleven thirty at night here? Because it is, and I still have to go to Mexico tonight. So yeah, Red Dead. Red Dead. <laughs> I am addicted to Red Dead Online. I don't care. I don't care. We are always looking for people that like to play with us as well. Oh, we are. We are doing that. That is true. We play on PlayStation though, PS4, until I get my PS5 in November. Either way, it's still going to be PlayStation. Yep, still going to be PlayStation. So if you play Red Dead Redemption Online on PlayStation, join us. Hit me up. 
I'm also on Twitch, Pandora the Explorer. I'm there. Anyway, okay. Um, so look here, look here, look here. So it's he was snubbed and discriminated against and left behind to die in a flood. But guess what? He's an aquatic creature. He don't need no boat. He don't need no man. He got this and he survived. So then it said that he later dwelled Get in the river. Polluted. Huh? Get it polluted. Get it polluted. And <laughs> the gothic Pokemon, the deadliest Pokemon of them all. I don't care. I don't care. He is. Um, so it says that he went on a rampage across the nearby countryside and look, um, deserved, deserved. I'm just saying, I mean, I'd be pissed off too if I had to float around by myself because, you know, I was discriminated against and left in a, a freaking flood for what, what was it? 40 days and 40 nights. Oh, that would suck balls is all I'm saying. So I'd be a little mad too, okay? I'd be a little upset. I would definitely be uh, a little irked. Yeah. I would so, be provoked. Yeah. That would be like going on a rampage would be the least of your worries. Yeah. Because countryside is bare. He made it into the streets of the old city, okay? Of the Bernard City. And even though it had all of these fortifications, which were basically just, you know, defenseless because he just, it was like Godzilla. He was just, rawr, Godzilla, and he took down all the defenses with his unarmored tail and all of his fiery breath and his spiky tentacles. And um, then he was like, you know what, I need a snack. So he didn't discriminate. He ate both humans and animals. And he would raid sheepfolds and devour all the livestock. Like, dude, he was big mad. Y'all don't get to have nothing. Big, big angry. <laughs> you don't big get angry. to have sheep. You don't get to have wool for your clothes. You don't get to have defenses. Walls. You don't get those either. He took it None all for down. You. None for you. So it says... Uh, when chased, it retreated into the river and caused a flood, ruining the crops and bringing famine to the populace. He is a plague bringer. Oh, I love this The guy. hairy dragon tortoise is just winning my heart. He is winning all of it. All of it. Like, holy crap. <laughs> guy is amazing I, he is i want one i want one so Borgus here he claimed that the monster shot out flames that withered crops is echoed by the poet claude roy's description that the velu set crops on fire with its flame throwing mouth it would snatch also human victims to devour, especially children and young maidens. And after it captured the most virtuous maiden named Angela, because I can't say her name, but if you were to um, translate it, it meant little lamb. Oh, um, yeah. And it, it was finally defeated by her fiance, who took his sword and struck 
the beast in its tail, which was the only vulnerable point on the beastie, causing immediate death. It's so which, anticlimactic. Right? That kind of, it saddens me a little bit, though, because I kind of want that dude. I would really like, can we get rid of the fiance and take back the cryptid? I'll make a trade. So, yeah. That would be and, a trade that I'm totally willing to make. Totally willing to make. So, he he caused immediate death, and the spot where it died was at the bridge of something that I, again, cannot pronounce. Sorry, and, France. I'm sorry, France. I'm trying here. Love you guys. Love your folklore. I hope you guys are enjoying this one about your hairy beast. Um, the, let's see. The victory was long celebrated afterwards, and the people stuffed or embalmed the body of the beast so it has been told. So there is somewhere. Possibly. Possibly. Could be. I choose, I choose to believe. I believe, Tinkerbell, I believe that there is an amazing cryptid embalmed and stuffed somewhere. Like a giant plague bringer stuffed dragon turkey. Dragon turkey. I, I just want to look at it. I just want to, can I hug it? I mean, this thing... <laughs> Like they were mad too. They were. I would be mad. I mean, I know I'm an aquatic animal, but just to be left there, you know what I mean? Yeah, to just be left in the flood forty days and forty nights, whether you're aquatic or not, to just be left behind and rejected. I understand. I'd be angry as shit too. I yeah, I'd be mad. I mean, I feel like the 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 rampages were justifiable. Oh yeah, totally. They were justified. Screw these people. Right? I'm taking my ball I'm and my tentacle, my tentacle <laughs> my tentacle <laughs> quills and I'm going home. <laughs> oh my god. So that is the story of the French hairy tortoise of flame and doom and plague. <laughs> and that brings us to yet another beastie. The beast of Bodenman Moor. This is a Cornish beastie. Much like a Cornish game hen. Those things are super yummy. Have you ever had a Cornish game hen? Uh, not in a very long time, no. Oh, you need to come here so that I can feed you. Yes, girl. I'm down. <laughs> Those things are so yummy. I love Cornish game hens. They are so good. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. I'm so sorry. Um, so the Beast of Bodeman Moor, and this is coming from the Cornwall Guide, which was uh, posted on January 12th of 2022, that the Bodeman Moor is a creepy place, which I, I need to go see, obviously, because it, it's, it looks creepy and barren, but also kind of cool. And, um, it says, should you happen to find yourself alone? There at dusk, just as dusk is falling, try not to think about the layers of legend, horror, and mystery associated with this wild and rugged landscape, and in particular, whatever you do, try not to let your mind dwell on the beast. That's an interesting introduction. Yes, it is. But I'm definitely going to dwell on the beast because um, that's what here, we're here to beastie, do. Beastie. <laughs> Do you like cornflakes? 
<laughs> How about chocolate covered pretzels? No Welsh's fruit gummies? Because those are really good. I got several packs of those. I'll share. Especially the island fruit. So perfect. So good. Okay, so apparently this beastie is a kitty. Big kitty. A big kitty. Big what's kitty. And what's unusual about this is there are no cats that are native to that area. Like that, the whole place, no cats. Like giant panthers or tigers, mountain lions, any of the, none of them. Not there. Okay. So these people are seeing there were 60 sightings of a black panther-like big cat supposedly three to five feet long and sporting white yellow eyes combined with numerous reports of mutilated livestock so and the evidence of it there was so much evidence so much that they did in 1995 the government there ordered an official investigation into the existence of the beast <laughs> like seems like somebody had a pet they shouldn't have had and it got out well see that's here's the thing they speculated that too because apparently and i love what people use this word in the right context they were flabbergasted okay they were flabbergasted the public was flabbergasted <laughs> it's such a fun word to say because a small boy was found had found a leopard skull lying on the banks of the river and uh, big cat speculation reached fever pitch at that point, and people thought that maybe it had escaped from a nearby zoo. And it's the one that was, you know, causing all the mutilations and eating all of the, you know, the livestock and basically just terrorizing the neighborhood. Um, but the Natural History Museum, boringly, soon found the leopard skull to have been imported into this country as part of a leopard skin rug. Dun, dun, dun. Womp, womp. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, but the illegal animal trade has been a thing forever. It really has. It really has. So, of course, everybody got disappointed. Oh, yes. I love that song. That is one of my favorite songs, Kazi. There are no cats in America, and the streets are paved with cheese. <laughs> you, don't you know that song? Yes. <laughs> I love that song. That was my favorite song from uh, Fifle, Go, uh, Fifle Goes West. Was it Fifle Goes West? No, it was, because uh, Fifle Goes West is the second one, isn't it? It's American Tale. Yes, yeah. thank you. I loved Fifle. I want to own those movies really bad. Like, uh, what's the other one? The Milo and Crew or Milo and Company? Why should I worry? Oliver and Company. Oliver and Company. And the other one's Milo. Milo's with it. My brain is starting to shut down. It is shut down. Oliver. It's Oliver and Company. And Milo. It was Milo and Otis. That's what it was. Can't remember. I can't believe I remember those at all. Anyways, back to this big mystery cat. So everybody got really bored and were like, "Poo! I can't believe this was an imported rug." Ho hum. I was really hoping for a death cat. 
So they all Death thought, Kitty. <laughs> Death Kitty. So they were all like lost interest in it and was like, oh, ho hum. Life is so boring here. Why can't we have awesome cryptids like, you know, the Skinwalker or the Wendigo? I feel so left out. And then <gasps> sightings became, they came back alive and well in full regularity all the way up until 1998 where there was video footage released that clearly showed a black animal, probably a big cat, around three and a half feet long. It's a big kitty. That is a big kitty. That's a big cat. He cute though. He is cute. He's adorable. You know how I love the void boys. Just so cute. He, he is a void boy. He is very adorable. I do love the voids. So in the video described by the curator of the zoo and wildcat expert as the best evidence yet that big cats do indeed roam Bowdoin Moor was part of another batch of information submitted to the government by local MP Paul Tyler. Like, look, this thing is real. It exists. It's here. We have kitties. We got kitties here. They're doom kitties with big murder paws. Murder man! (laughs) They are of the void. (laughs) But we love him. We claim him. This is our... We finally have a cryptid, y'all. We finally have a cryptid. (laughs) They seem like super excited about this. You know what I mean? The UK finally has something more dangerous than a fly. Well, look, they also have the black dogs. The Black Shuck, they have one of those. So I'm not sure. I guess they just wanted to feel, like, balanced. We got a dog and a cat, you know what I mean? They belong. They do. There's, like, the Black Shuck is actually a hellhound. We did an episode on that a long time ago. You guys can scroll all the way back on Spotify and listen to it if you want. It's there. Anyway. um, So (laughs) this this big old monster, the Beast of of Bowman, as they call it, uh, went around terrorizing farmers and children and disappearing from sight only to arise back in 1998. And um, he's been there. The first sighting, no, the second sighting was in 1978. And then again in 1995. And then again in 1998. And They said one interesting theory emerged in 2016. Benjamin, Benjamin, Benjamin Mee, the owner of Dartmoor Zoo, claimed that back in 1978, circus owner Mary Chipperfield released her favorite breeding pair of lynx and another male into the wild after she was forced to close her zoo in Plymouth. She had agreed to transfer her five pumas to the Dartmoor Wildlife Park, but it was said that when they arrived, there were only two pumas in the consignment, but five tags in the cage, and that somehow three of the pumas had escaped en route. Me, however, believes that the family of pumas died out in the severe winter of 2010. However, multiple sightings were reported all the way up to 2016. So, the mystery remains. 
They need a trophy. They do. And a big old ball of yarn. Kitty. Like, they need all the loves. You had you had one of what jump out at you in 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 front of you one night, Hawk. What jumped what? Probably a mountain lion. A mountain lion? I wouldn't be surprised. What jumped out at I'm sorry, I'm reading the comments. We are doing live audiences now. And um if Oh, you... it was solid black. Oh. Oh my. Hmm. hmm. It's not a puma. <laughs> Girl, I can't with you today. <laughs> today i have i've had like five packs of gummies and some rice i am like i am momming the heck out of myself today i am girl bossing it up with welsh's fruit snacks and cranberry grape juice girl dinner (laughs) i'm telling you (laughs) oh it was solid black like a panther but skinny more bony boy See, Hawk, this is why we're going to have you on an episode. Because you're going to tell us about all of the spoopy things that you have witnessed. I'm going to interview you. You're going to be interrogated. We'd like to hear about the spoops. We want to hear all of the spoops. Every one of them. Like, immediately. So plan on that. Plan on that happening, Hawk. You're You're going to be just... I know you're shy and you don't like to talk a lot. And that's the whole point of a podcast is talking, but nobody can see your face. So it's fine. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. So on that note, that's the two cryptids we have for you tonight. So thank you so much for joining us. I know this was a short episode, but our previous episode was like an hour and a half because there was a lot to unpack. In that that one. was I a mean, heavy one. It was a heavy one. We could have gone longer, but um, I wanted y'all to survive. So, <laughs> so we yeah, didn't. We go barely did. Yeah, I had to go hug my kids. So yeah. Um. So thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week because yes, we are going to we're going to get back on our regularly scheduled programming here. We're going to get back to Wednesdays and Friday nights, bringing you all of the content that you love us for, and all of the spoops and the creepy stuff and the funny things that come out of our mouth because I know y'all missed me. And I know if you missed me, you missed Ned's. I know you missed the show. It's because we're amazing. That's right. I mean, we're going to have to have like, I'm going to have an episode and we're going to have Hawk up here and we're going to have Hawk telling us all of the spoopy things. And I think I'm just going to call it like a, like cryptid sleepover. Bring your snacks. It'll be great. Uh, all of the snacks need all of them. Yes. See, now I want popcorn and I don't have any more because my children are locusts. Oh, anyway, love you bunches. Um, don't forget the salt. Check under your bed. Grab your favorite Wobby. Turn on your nightlight and look out for those woolly boogers because they do bite. Love your faces, and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.